0: Hello, 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 hello. Hello. One, two, three, hello, my name is Matthew West, and
1: I'm the host of this podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I'll read.
2: Guys, I have some friends who have a company called Simply Earth, and it's an essential oil recipe box company, and I was always super confused by essential oils until I partnered up with them, and they have eliminated all the confusion, and they help make the air in my home toxin-free. It'll do the same for you, but most importantly, this is a company that is about a greater cause not just helping make the air in your home toxin free, they donate 13% of their profits to help end human trafficking they actually came up with that number 13 inspired by one of my songs next thing you know so there's a real personal connection with this company they're mission-minded and they're helping to end human trafficking and when you buy your essential oils from them you get to take part in that fight against trafficking which is a big deal the company's called simply earth and here's what happens you get a simply earth essential oil recipe box that helps you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils You're gonna receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. You learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes that are created by certified aromatherapists. I wanna become a certified aromatherapist. That's a nice title. You save money and you detoxify your life. Plus, you buy for a company from a company that's changing the world. 13% of their profits go to end human trafficking. This is like a meal subscription kit, but it's way more fun and it's gonna detoxify your home and you're gonna help change other people's lives. So here's what I want you to do. Remember this, the essential oils alone would cost over $100 from other companies, but with the Simply Earth Essential Oil recipe box, you get four pure oils, six recipes, and extra ingredients for only $39. And when you subscribe, you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies. It's never been easier to use essential oils. You got to sign up. And when you sign up with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box, you get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash west. Again, that's simplyearth.com slash west. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Matthew West podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West. And as always, I really hope you like it. Welcome to the story house, whether you're watching on my YouTube channel or maybe you're listening. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Hopefully you listened to my last conversation with Dave Barnes. It was so much fun that I decided to split it into two, two parts because the conversation was too good talking about music and creativity and taking chances and, failure and all the things that go on in the head and the heart of a, of a creator and a, a creative and a music maker and i think you're going to be able to find some real life application too so uh, join me right now for part two of a great conversation with an incredible singer songwriter the writer of songs like god gave me you for blake shelton uh, we're talking about his latest project today uh, this is part two of a conversation let's go to the story house with dave barnes the beatles the awareness of the beatles you think has waned i feel like that movie that came out
0: yeah yeah um, what a great movie uh what uh, was it called yesterday yesterday what a what a genius idea for a movie incredible
2: idea for a movie and i and the way it brought the music back i thought was really cool what was
0: the first beatles album that you that woke you up to the beatles so dad had rubber soul that's which is so funny and my dad is loves music and like was a huge part of me loving music but he only had that he didn't have like the like the actual record like he had the The rubber soul rubber soul and then didn't really have anything after that um so i knew that record pretty well because it was kind of like you know like we just you know obviously we listened to it where was i going with that and um because but you put it on. So, and but he play. didn't
2: like. He wasn't listening to the whole Beatles catalog. No, just one record. Okay, so for me, it was in college. It was uh, the White Album. Oh, dude, it was the first. And I wound up devouring it and going like, oh,
0: "See, that's wow. you got a cheat code." I, I get so envious. I, well, I'm actually glad I didn't do that, but I still have a lot of envy for my friends who kind of dipped a toe in that so early in your writing, because I think it's such a. Well, what's interesting is do you ever feel like okay, so this is this is something I wanted to ask you because I'm fo-
2: I'm fascinated about so this new record, which by the way you brought me some great coffee branded with your <laughs> Featherbrained Wealth Motel. Yeah. I'm going to say that's going to win some sort of an award for most <laughs> unique <laughs> album title of the year. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and hand you the yeah, award yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But um so what what's fascinating to me is a lot of times I'll listen to my own music and I'll go I feel like I don't know that I hear my influences Hmm. come out in my songs sometimes. Like I I would always internally have this conversation of like, well, I started writing songs because of James Taylor, but I don't know that. And then there's moments where it'll show glimpses, and then there's times where you're like, well, I want to make sure my influences aren't coming through too much. Yeah, right. right? right, It's like uh, for sure the best. What is it? What do they say? The best ones
0: Uh, borrow uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, steal whatever it is.
2: But like, what I love is that you. I'm listening to your new record and even if i didn't know the premise of it mm-hmm. i knew the premise of it yeah. because i'm like and now he's seeing how you said i get easily inspired i get easily excited i geek out over the music so i can i'm like okay you went in and mm-hmm. just
0: talk about this so you yeah. got excited about the yeah. beatles
2: you dove in on the beatles catalog yeah. and you decided I want to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that's why it's so fun talking to you about it because this is it's what we both do. And I think too being around the same age, it's like you you know 30, doing this is thirty three, two 27. 27. <laughs> um <laughs> Ding. The, yeah. Um, you know, it's like we've just done it a while, you know, like for me, gone are the days of just like some fun little something hits your brain and you write the song 10 minutes later. I mean, it's just not every now and then that happens, I guess, but just not like it's different. Right. And so for me, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of always going, what's the next thing? What's the next music that's inspiring me that I want to write something in the, in the world of or whatever. And so my wife gave me, McCartney has this double um, lyrics, these books he put out. If you don't have them, they're so cool. But he basically got his staff to go into all of his properties and like exhume any and all memorabilia, and what they found were all these lyrics of songs that he either didn't know he had the copies of, or he had forgotten about the songs, whatever, and so he commissioned this guy who, um, who is a Pulitzer Prize winner, he would sit with him, they did like 100 plus hours of interviews, and that guy took sort of like, they would go song by song, and then that guy would write kind of little synopses of what the song is about, and so it's two books. It's like A through L and then, you know, M or whatever through. And the it's, C. His, it's his catalog. It's his ca- yeah, and it's not all of them, it's, but it's like a lot of them. Yeah. But she gave that to me in the Christmas of 2021, my wife did. And so I was like, oh, and, and, you know, I know the Beatles because I'm a human with a face in the last 45 years. But like, you know, I had never done like what you did where it's like I took a record post Rubber Soul and really right. went like, I want to like kind of like get into this so i was cleaning my studio i have a back house you know like you do in the yard where my studio yeah. is and i was cleaning it january 1st of that year because you know it was like kids are inside and you're just killing time before school's back on and i was like i'm gonna go just kind of tidy up this place so i was like i'm gonna listen to because i kept you know i'd turn a page and be like i don't know this song you know i'd be reading the lyrics and i'm like that's a bummer i can't it'd really be like a deep cut yeah, that wasn't yeah, like so a beatles hit and so i was like i'm just gonna listen to the whole catalog I'm just going to literally album one of the Beatles. And so for about a day and a half of cleaning the studio, I, I kept like, I would like pop up and be like, what the heck are they? Because now I'm listening as a 45, well, at the time, 44 year old songwriter. Listening. Like I've done this for a while. Yeah. So my ear is like, what the heck chord change was that? So I'd grab a guitar and be like, whoa, I know that song. And I did not know it did that. And then it was like, I could feel my brain go, mm? you know? So then, and I kept doing that. And so I was like, this feels like something I need to undertake. And so what I did is I decided, okay, this year I'm just going to listen to The Beatles. Like, and I mean, that is all that I listen to. And so in a lot of McCartney posts, like Wings, you yeah. know, post, but mainly The Beatles, and really mainly post Rubber Soul, like those, okay. what is that, five or six records. And so I just found, so, so basically what happened was, and I think you'll enjoy this as a songwriter, I realized a few things. I realized it's about a few things. So this became sort of like the blackboard in my mind. I was like, now when i sit down to write songs, I'm going to think about these things. One scene changes. So everything needs to, any, nothing is precious, and the song has got to go somewhere else. And I mean like tempo, keys, rhythm, like time yourself. signatures. Yeah, like nothing is precious. So if you're bored by the second verse, just write a new verse for the same song. Just like go somewhere else, change the key, like slow it down, go six eight when it's four four. It was wow. like and so that was really fun. So it was just about like, I mean, if you think about Good Day Sunshine is a great example of this, you Good know. Dun, dun, dun. So Sunshine. it starts that about So that's a massive scene change. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. feeling. I mean, Lucy in the Sky with Dimes is probably the best of this because, you know, six, eight, it's and two, so c- 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 Lucy, So it's four, four all of a yeah. sudden. And it changes keys, by the way, three times before that chorus happens. Yeah. Just a fun little fact. <laughs> so those kind of things were, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, I, I was like, how am I a professional artist slash songwriter for the last 20-plus years of my life, and I'm just now realizing there's, like, this treasure trove of music
3: with that no I thought boundaries. I knew.
0: That, so, one was scene changes. Two was um, of the, I don't to get this right, of the 186 songs that the Beatles recorded, I think 22 of them stay in key. <laughs> think about the stats. What? <laughs> it is insanity. It's like the, i don't know other which is
2: crazy because you and, and i would bet a lot of the 22 are probably the earliest ones yeah. that were more yeah. that were the most in the box of like yeah. i want to hold your
0: hand yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that yeah. right it's it's well if you think about it of the whatever they had that's nine years you know before. what they had drugs well, touche <laughs> don't do it kids um yeah. yeah so it was like so for me that was another thing so two was like key changes so like you got to can- change Scene key change, on every song key, every change- song has to key which i don't know that I actually pulled off but i feel like the
2: last song didn't have a key change because it was it's that short piece yeah, of music's yeah, beautiful yeah. with the strings. Did that change keys? Yeah, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I'm not smart so, enough. So, to... well,
0: I would actually need to think about that. It did originally. I can't remember now of it. Uh, anyway, what's it called? The last Stars Over London. Stars Over yeah. London
2: is beautiful. Thanks. It's such a perfect way to end the record. So, if
0: and, and my sort of cheat on that was if it doesn't change keys, I want like a major two, or I want like you know it it doesn't yeah. need to go from d to f but let's let's at least throw a chord in there that's not that's native that's a little bit of a it's not ah. native to the key you're in you know yeah Look stars over is. london yeah oh um, man and then and then kind of the other ones were just like whimsy like having fun not overthinking things and i really think more as much as anything nothing is precious and then you know in the fun and you'll love this too thinking of your kids like the experiment I did every morning when I was driving my kids to school was we would listen to Beatles. And so I realized that if I stopped the song, so if we listened to Lucy in the Sky with Dimes and I turned it off, and then kids never heard that song, I would hear, and I was like, okay, and then we next morning we'd listen to Strawberry Fields and I'd hear, and I was like, that's that is why that band is that band. Is mm-hmm. that you can give them the weirdest songs. And my seven-year-old is still in the front row, you know, seat singing, We all live in the yellow. And, and so for me, I was like, so I started to, when I would make demos for the record, I would do the same thing. We'd get in the car and would be like, and they, my kids, it's so sweet. They to love, play it for them. Yes, they, they want to hear any and all new music I have all the time. Like, if they know I have a new song, like, Dad, play what you're working on. Awesome. Which is great, and I think we'll end probably That maybe will end when they, at the same time that they think you're <laughs> not funny no anymore. Money. That's coming. Or they're laughing at my Just songs, trust which is a weird <laughs> yeah. place I don't want to be.
2: I want to tell you about my friends at Operation Christmas Child. I've had the chance to travel with them. Um, it's Operation Christmas Child is a project of the Christian International Relief Organization Samaritan's Purse. It's the world's largest Christmas project of its kind. It's been reaching millions of children each year with the good news of Jesus Christ through simple shoebox gifts. Since 1993, more than 209 million children in over 170 countries and territories have received a shoebox gift. Anyone can pack a shoebox and help send joy to a child in need with Operation Christmas Child. I've gotten to do this myself. My family has packed shoeboxes. And then I've gotten to travel to other parts of the world and hand deliver those shoeboxes. I'll never forget those trips. It's an incredible experience, and you would be amazed by how impactful these shoeboxes are. You can pack a shoebox with fun toys, school supplies, and personal care items, and then bring it to a drop-off location during National Collection Week, which is November 13th through the 20th or you can even build a shoebox online the good news of jesus christ is shared alongside your gift and each child is invited to join a discipleship program learn how to pack a shoebox view gift suggestions and find your nearest drop off location by visiting
0: samaritanspurse.org/occ again that samaritanspurse.org/occ but like so i would i would do the same thing i'd get in there i'd play a song and then i'd turn it off and if i didn't hear them singing it i was like okay it's not there yet or it's not right or just let's chuck it and so what i found is all the songs had some part that the kids really sang and i was like okay this feels like a batch that you know it's also
2: cool because it's like uh like featherbrain wealth motel like sergeant peppers like Mm -hmm. strawberry fields lucy in the sky with diamonds like yellow submarine Mm -hmm. like there's something memorable in the obscurity that's right too that's right like so i feel like you even captured it jars you a little bit yeah like kind of gets you you out of that the monotony yeah i I do feel like we're living in a city that makes so much of the Mm -hmm. the music that the world is consuming and yet there's like it's like there are a lot of self-imposed rules yeah that well, are industry that that more
0: than anything that's so well said matthew that that more than anything was the thing that that rocked me the hardest was this feeling of like i would feel you know i'd feel the my little normal things starting to happen where i'm like oh i know where this should go and it's was like nope no 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 and you, i would, would a force lot of times I'd, and then i'd just start listening to their music again it was like yeah. i need something to get me out of my yeah. thing and i'd listen to their weirdest songs that would make me go oh you know like happy it's a warm gun be like Oh yeah, you can do that. And then my brain would be like, let's do something like that. And, and and it became like a discipline. It's like a posture almost because you have sort of like your old self that knows how to do it, especially like you and I. When you've done it so long. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I know how to do this. Like, you know, if somebody gave you guitar and said, Hey, can you write something in five minutes? You'd be like, Yeah, I don't know if it'd be great, but I could do well, I it could do because it. you have just done it for so long. Right. And, but, but this was But this was like that is the opposite of the yeah. direction I want to go. It's like go. stretching yourself. It's, creatively. it's where can it where do you not see it going? Where did you What was a pleasure? That's what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's inspiring that you went there. And I I love it.
2: It's like you wear it well too. Like the fact that you Mm. can do it. I'm curious, like, because it's like, okay, you talk about your favorite artists having this width in in terms of Mm. like the extremes that they'd go to. It's like, here you are. It's like you write God Gave Me You and, you know, and then you go and write Sunshine or, you know, or whatever. And then, like, in between, like, I mean, some of my favorite songs of yours, like, um, I always love the song "Little Lies." Oh yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I, I swear there was a summer where that was being worn out yeah. Yeah, at, yeah. at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was yeah. listening. To, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But so I hear you now. Ha- what do you feel like you like creatively, or even uh, you know, it's almost like you're assuming a character a little yeah. bit, but still your own story. Yeah. Did you feel like your own story
0: was getting woven into the lyrics? Yeah. Here? I mean, like, what did you find that, out? That about was yourself? probably the most surprising thing. Like, I I, I would write. I've never really done this, like because usually you know, we have like titles, you know. Like you're yeah, you are out, and your know, wife says you, something you. And you're like, "Oh," and you type in your phone. You are like, "That could be cool to write Shut later." Shut up! Yeah, like, oh, gosh, why are you always bothering me? Why are you always <laughs> bothering <laughs> me? Key <Can't> change. It's <laughs> all- <laughs> but like. For me, it was the first time I let myself go like, just write cool things you hear. It doesn't have to be titles. Just like, mm. you know, any any fun little thing you hear that you think is interesting, write it down. And then that was so much more fun to write than the sort of overbaked, like, a, a, a title that you're like, oh, water never leaves the bridge or yeah. whatever. And you're like, <laughs> oh, what does that mean? But instead <laughs> it would just be these moments where I was, the jumping off points became much more sort of like normal and natural and less... Um, heady, yeah, and so and so it just it led to different places because I don't think I was quite as like concerned with them feeling like songwriter songs. Mm. It was more like, does this make sense? And 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 you know too, and something Paul especially talks the most about is he's like I'm not interested in the craft of this, you know, like I just want to do it and let whatever's in me come out. And he mm. even said I listened to an interview the other day with him, and he was saying you know I don't uh, I don't business music, I play music. And I was like, you know, th- that's the posture I kept. I kept trying to get that's back cool. to. It's good. Is like, don't overthink this. Like, if you sing something you don't know what it means, that's okay. Like, it doesn't. You don't need to know what it means. Yeah. Just like, why it do feels we, right in that moment? That's so interesting. You know. And so it, it opened up all of these new avenues for me to think about these songs and how to write them because it didn't feel like they had to necessarily all land in a certain but way.
2: It feels like it also made you like. I feel like a lot of times our attempts to make songs memorable Mm. are best accomplished through like repetition of the same section. Yeah. So you're going to hear a chorus three times by the time the song's Mm -hmm. over and that's your best chance for somebody Mm -hmm. to remember the chorus. That's right. But like, I feel like in some of these songs like stars over London at the very end. It was like, I felt like it was over before it began. Like you didn't return back. And I was like, that made it, memorable mm-hmm. right or like mm-hmm. there's that's the interesting well the string part yeah made it mem- so you're latching on to other things yeah because like i'll never forget turning in a song to uh my label that was going to be the single oh wow but it never and this was like so bold on my part <laughs> and it wasn't at all but it never it was a song called broken things and it never went back to the it never did a third chorus oh wow it just ended early mm-hmm. and they couldn't handle it. Yeah. They were like, w- w- it's ending too soon. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what if the listener thinks that and wants to hear it Good again? Thing. Like, And I had to fight to have the song go out as is without a third course. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought that was like nine chords and three key changes. <laughs> it was so foreign. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So I, I think that's a really interesting... Tell me the inspiration of um, The Girl with the Weight of the World on Her Shoulders. Yeah, you... I thought
0: that title, that yeah, right it's... there was like a cool... like. I was
2: like, "Ooh, what's that?" I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine you feel the same way. I think when you immerse yourself in something like the Beatles, or, or or a world, or like some literary, like an author or something, it's like, I just think you. It's like osmotic. You start taking on these things. And I remember that that song was kind of you know this world, like you know when you finally get like the song that starts the record you cycle, where you're like, and then all of a sudden you write mm. to me like, "Uh, okay." This is it, guys. Here's the signpost. It's this way. And this is the vibe. You know, that was one of those. And I think it was just the first thing I sang doing that walk down progression. I was like, that's cool. And then it was like, okay, something's got to happen with this course. It's like, what if it goes down a whole step? That's kind of cool. And then it was like, what if it has this bridge that's totally like marching band vibes? And so it was really fun because once I did that, I think the proof of concept was there. I was like, it worked uh okay okay because like, that it, is a Beatle like yeah. everything about the beatles like, in that i thought song. the same thing yeah and yeah. i was like okay and it feels unique it doesn't feel to your point from earlier it didn't feel too like oh i ripped it right out of the page it was like yeah, it wasn't like you're you playing the dress inspiration up. but it's kind of my take. no heart. it doesn't yeah and so that was yeah. the that was the proof of concept so when i got done with that song i was kind of like okay Game on! I think I know what I I think I know what I need to do now too. And and you know th- those I think the other thing I like about this, and I imagine the professional writer and you would probably relate to this, I also love. I really like writing for assignment. Like, I, I have a tin, I have sort too. of a Brill Building thing in me, like a tin pan alley thing. Yes, where I'm like, yes. I really love sort of like, this is exactly what I'm going for. And, well, so, and that's
2: what makes you a good writer with other artists as well. Like yeah. Because there is... You're walking into an assignment. Yeah, and you kind of know... Yeah, you kind of know and what's And this going was on. an assignment you gave yourself. A thousand percent. It's almost like... Um, it's like sometimes... I, Mentally, I need to
0: give myself artificial deadlines. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh a thousand percent. My, my books do, uh, yeah. you know, and okay. it's not, but you gotta go. Head. Because then it's like you're, you know, you kind of show up. And I think for me, um, you know, looking at the Beatles catalog, I was like, okay, what are like the 20 songs that I like the most that I wanna like? So I wanna listen to whatever Eleanor Rigby and go, okay, what is that making me feel? Why is it making me feel that? What are the chords he's using? Are there tactics he's employing that are interesting to think about and so that's what was so fun about this record and I think you know I'm not sure but I think the next thing I want to do is try to do sort of a white album where I write 30 songs I think this is gonna be the next thing I do and and have the thing I really like about the white album is while you do have really well produced songs like Obleddy oh, oh, Da and some of those songs yeah you most of it is pretty undercooked in a really cool way you yeah, know what I mean it's like yeah. Rocky Raccoon and sort of I will and these songs that are wonderful but they just they're they're not the um sort of magnum opus production of course, it's like yeah. they're, they're they got understated. in there it was cool and then they moved on yeah because i think just the sheer volume of songs yeah and so i think that's an, that's something i want to explore a little bit is like because i felt like this record to me was a little more abbey road where it's so not, there's more to come oh yeah i think there could be potentially a lot more and, and i don't know that it will hearken maybe as much like this does to the beatles but I, I don't know that i can ever shake what i feel like i've learned which is you know just how to not be quite as tied to things i think it's a it's a I look at it this way. It's like these two things have to have each other. You can't just write for right for for music's sake in some ways. That's not what I'm trying to do, because then it can turn into like weird acid jazz with li- and you're like, where's this going? Yeah. It's not, you're not, you're not being self-indulgent. That's that's a like, better way I say think it. as musicians, yeah. like yeah. we
2: have a we have a you know, we I don't know, we have a response. You want people to
0: enjoy it. We want people to do that's yes. that's what they you're did making so it well. for people. Yeah. You're making it for yourself yeah. as well. There's, they they did a weird thing. It Was like you know they could have nine chords a song, but it's also a chorus. You're singing at full voice every time it, it gets there. It was there. strangely incredibly accessible at all times. Cool. To Almost me, that is that is. There's a million things that fascinate me about that band. That's but interesting. nothing gets quite as close as that does to when
2: me. one of those things gets gets um, an unfair or an undue balance. Yeah. Like if it's well, this is for me, mm-hmm. or this is just for the mm-hmm. audience. If one of those gets out of whack, yeah, it's, it's then you, the end result is yeah. going to be, I, I do think that's an interesting yeah. thing. Because so you I also think, don't want to be a slave right. to the, yeah. you know, have you seen that clip where Rick Rubin's talking about, oh, man. it's not, you know, the audience doesn't know. It almost sounds a little condescending to yeah, the yeah. listener, right? Remember that quote oh, yeah. he said where he's like, no, you tell them.
0: Yeah. What they're gonna that's like, right. and I was like, oh, that's well. You know, we're kind. Of, I think it's weird to hear that. Well, and this probably will even sound weirder, but I do think we're kind of pied pipers. I mean, I think a real a, the job the and this is where I get a little opinion, but I think the real job of an artist is to lead the audience. It's it's to tell them, trust me, and if you do trust me, we're not staying here. We're gonna go to new places. We're moving. We're yeah. like because I'm moving, and, and life is movement. And we're all changing, and things need to be different all the time. Yeah, like, you know, and so I think. I think for me, and I think you and, and all of us that do this professionally, it's like that is one of the jobs we have is to kind of keep people moving with us. And I think the 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 thing, it's so funny, There there's nothing about what we do that gets me more pumped up and overwhelmed and terrified than the reality that I'm still trying to make records in my mid-40s.
2: Hey, did you guys know that most children's vitamins have some unhealthy stuff in them? It's like, a, you know, the old song, just a spoonful of sugar. A lot of unhealthy chemicals and other gummy junk in these vitamins that growing kids really shouldn't eat. And that's why Haya was created, H I Y A. It's a pediatrician approved super powered chewable vitamin. Most ch- children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and they contribute to a variety of health issues. Well, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great even for the picky eaters in your life. It was formulated with the help of nutritional experts. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, and zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration. Who doesn't need help in that, right? It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else You can imagine it's designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents have one less thing to worry about. Your kids are going to love it. Trust me on this. Haya is a healthy way to make sure you're getting the vitamins and all the nutrition that you need. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order to claim this deal. You must go to Haya.com slash West. It's not available on their regular website, so go to dot com slash west and get your kids the full-body nourishment that they need to turn into healthy adults. Check it out.
0: So part of me is like, what else do you have to say? Are people tired of you by now? I mean, this is my 14th record. Like, at what point do people kind of go like, Bro. do I get a letter from the government that's like, hey, we're good, here's I like think all 200 bucks, things. please yeah. stop. <laughs> but, at, but to me, I mean, real, real hot take here, I think... That's what parses out real artists. I really do. I think the people that can go, okay, I'm not inspired right now. I got to figure out how to make a new record. I'm like, yeah, that's your job. That's what you do. That's like yeah. the, to, to the to the football player who shows up at 6 a.m. and works out and is doing bench press at six four forty five in the morning. That's what a, that's what a football. I'm like that he doesn't enjoy that yeah i don't necessarily enjoy staring down the abyss and going like how do i how am i going to zoom a new 12 to 13 songs out of nothing but 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 at the same time i'm like this is what i love to do yeah and so to me the challenge of that the older i get is even more exciting because it's like i shouldn't be able to still do this and i'm trying to do it and that gets me so excited also
2: i think what's interesting is like you're you know, to me, there's a sweet spot that if you hang in there long enough that the different I've always felt like the different aspects of artistry, it it can almost look like a like a, a horse race at the track mm-hmm. where, you know, one horse might be in yeah. the lead. And maybe maybe your lyrics are just are stronger mm-hmm. than your mm-hmm. your your musical, mm-hmm. you know, instincts. Yeah. Or, or maybe you're maybe you're a better communicator here at this. Mm-hmm. And it's like this if you get to hang in there long enough and if an audience will go with you long enough, there may be that time where all the different horses kind of, kind of line up a little bit, you know what I mean? And and it's your job to, you know, strengthen the weaknesses Mm -hmm. too. Right. And Mm -hmm. so like, I think we all know, like I know what my musical weaknesses are. I know this, Mm -hmm. that, but it's like, there's a beauty of like getting to a point in your career where you know, a lot of times we might think, well, we're gonna dis- we're gonna honor youth and discard, mm. you know, yeah. an artist that's made fourteen records, uh-huh. and it's like actually, I the more I'm around, the more I'm going. I want to hear mm. what the artist who's made fourteen records yeah. has to say because yeah. I'm gonna guess that there's uh, an unbelievable wealth of experience yeah. that there's um, a, a bigger palette of mm. colors to paint yeah. from that there's yeah. you know just i just
0: think yeah. there's a refinement a yes. season you
2: know so i get excited about oh, that I, I you think, know what
0: i mean well you know too i mean to your point i think you know that's such a good analogy i, I think to the older i've gotten this may just be getting older and a different perspective but i think music is as much about retroactive as it is present like it's it's as much about past in that i think you know, one of you know the DSPs and Spotify and you know Apple Music. We can all say we want about those things, and there's some good things, and there's a lot of bad things. <laughs> yeah, um, like Dang. not getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, one of the things I do love about them is that there's kind of no time attached to what you create anymore. It's just up there. And, and there's no – so you're not pulling a record out and going, oh, this must be from the 70s because it's a record. You're not going to a CD and going, oh, this must be one of dad's old bands because it's a CD. It's not time stamp Everything as Everything gets equal yeah. opportunity. Yeah. It's just sitting on a screen, and then when you click it, you then decide, do I like this or not? And so what I, I do like about the DSPs is now that all that stuff is up like that, you and I have so many records that somebody today is pulling up your music for the first time. There is a chance. And for, going, yeah. oh, yeah, that's cool, where I think – that's not that wasn't true when we were coming up when everything was cds and records and tapes because well, you know you were kind of people knew oh that's a guy and there's his stuff and he's been around for a while look at all the way and i think now it's like i don't know this guy could be 20 he could be 60 what's well, the very thing that made us worry that like spotify and all those things would
2: make music more disposable and yeah. more quickly like moved past it's like you can actually see the full circle that yeah. if you if you do it well and it resonates yeah. with enough people, yeah, it can it can stick around for a, yeah. a, a long time. Yeah, and so that and that to me is a good a testament to like good music. Like, yeah, I, it was funny. I was talking with um one of the original members of Hootie and the Blowfish, and oh, he yeah. he was the guy that walked into audition for the band with a song he wrote called "Hold My Hand." Jeez, and which you know went on to sell millions and millions of copies. But he told me that the band would always worry that when a new uh, form of music consumption would emerge, they were done, you know, their career was over. But instead what they noticed was that, with every new idiom, with every new mm. way of consumption, mm. they would see this massive spike mm. in their sales. Yeah.
0: And it was like... Because new people were discovering yeah, it. Yeah. So it's
2: like all of a sudden Spotify hits and they're like, ah. no. it's like, man, but then millions no, of streams Sp- on Spotify. It was, so I thought that was really...
0: And there's kind of, there's hope for the music maker in that, which I there think is, is really cool. There is, there I, is. And so I I do love that. I think that's what's fun about still putting music out. And I think to your point, I get less nervous about like, Is this making sense right now? And I'm going, I just want this to be as good as it can be because maybe in five years, some kid pulls up this record and goes, this is like my new favorite record. And, And he doesn't know that it's five years old. He doesn't know where I was in my journey as a human. He just knows... I just found this and it's great, and so because I think,
2: you just did that with yeah, the Beatles, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and that's—I yes. think that's it too. And so, and, and I think too, you know, and I know you know this with your with your albums and songs. Like, some stuff is not going to make as much sense real time. It's going to take your fans a minute to sort of come back around because whether we like it or not, we're all bringing expectations to music we love, and especially new albums by artists we love. And you're kind of that's going like, point. okay, Matthew, give me the thing. I come to you, and and let's say you're like, this is kind of like I know your record a few records ago where you had like a real you know, the stories, like the concepts, concepts. Like people aren't coming to that going, okay, well hold on now because like this is the first time. But, but the thing that's so great about that record is I think anybody listened to you would go, I, you know, I either loved it the first year. It's funny. I keep coming back to it now because it's a great record. And so I think that's the other thing too, is it doesn't, I don't think I heard John Mayer talk about this at length about, um, his kind of those two um, records in the middle, of Paradise Valley and, and, um, born, and born and Raised. And he was like, you know, I knew at the moment I had to make those, and I knew Man. people weren't going to get them. And he's Man. like, I get more compliments now. I come back to those all because the time. I think we can all as listeners go back without the expectations we initially brought to them, which is like, give me another neon, give me another bodies one. And instead, he's like, That's, I can't do that right Jeez. now. And you're like mad. So for like two years, you're like I never listened to that. Record. And how cool is it that as an artist, he would be conscious of that? Yeah,
2: and and still willingly go there. Hey, I wonder if you need to supercharge your hiring. If you do, well, you need Indeed. Uh, If you're like me and uh, you got a lot of stuff going on, you need to find some great people to add to your team, but you don't have a lot of time to spend searching. Where do you begin? You begin at Indeed. Indeed makes it easy. They streamline the whole hiring process. It's an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest Over 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed, so why aren't you? They streamline hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. And instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. And that's what I love. You're able to hire and find the right people fast, and you're also able to save money in the process. Here's how. The only job site that... Where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. That's Indeed. No other job site offers that. So you're saving money and you're finding the right people to add to your team. Join more than three million businesses that use Indeed. Start hiring now with a $75 job credit, sponsored job credit, to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com/west. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 job credit now at Indeed. Dot com slash West. Again, Indeed.com slash West and support the show by saying that you heard about it on the Matthew West
0: podcast. Indeed.com slash West. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Ultimately, you hope good music is good music. I just think to your fans, it can get tricky because if it's not the music you usually make, they are going to be a little like, wow, man! Like, where's the this song and the thing about yeah, the thing you this always is sing what I, about? Want, yeah. But you hope that if it's good enough and it still is inspired, they'll that they'll still go, it. yeah. But it's still great. Okay, I can. Okay, I sort of turn the corner.
2: Well, I will say, like, you're doing that well, like, and I, I just that's one of the reasons I was excited to have you on the podcast. Just for any listeners of my podcast who aren't familiar mm-hmm. with maybe your music, mm-hmm. that they'll like. Make sure that they go and check out. Of course, the new record, Feather Brained Wealth Motel, and uh, but also to go back and listen to everything because you have made music Mm -hmm. that is worthy of people returning to. And like you were talking about just moments ago about pulling people, like, hey, if you you if you trust me, let's go to this new place, and then let's go to this new. And so I just really think that's cool that you're and that's inspiring from one music maker to another to go. You know, because I I have been. You know, where it's like, there's that pressure to go, well, this is what I've even had, you know, radio stations be like, well, you know, this is what really works from him. Like, mm-hmm. we, we want more oh, of yeah, that. And it's sure. like, I get that. But, you know, so the goal is to always, and I'll have my rules of like, how do I move things? Yeah. How do I sneakily move things forward mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. format mm-hmm. that may not always mm-hmm. welcome that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. like, one of my little secret rules is a lot of times it's like, if I find myself pushing the envelope musically on a particular song then I think, like, the the hook or the lyric of the song needs to be, like, in the... in It's, like, rarely am I going to push both, both to a new time. place. That's so It'll be, good. like, that's an so anthem lyric idea with a musical thing mm-hmm. that kind of surprises you. That's great. You, or the other way around. Yes. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Yep. But what I love is that you just stepped in here today and said the brain wealth motel i'm going nine key changes i'm going no uh, i'm not gonna repeat a chorus i'm gonna you know what i mean like you just said yeah
0: no rules just yeah. right yeah. Outback. back there yeah. you go <laughs> you're the Wait. outback steakhouse well of I, again makers. i think i think some of it some of what makes me less nervous is i think you know because you know i wrote i don't know 30 or 40 songs for this thing but it's like these were the ones that I think kept doing what we talked about, the both, where it was like they're interesting, but hopefully they still are are digestible. They like are, you can yeah. metabolize them yeah. in a way that's not – because I had some that were like, you know, weird and musicy <laughs> and everything. It's like doing both at the same time where I'm like too much li- weird lyric and too many chords. And then yeah, it's like – You know, yeah. Yeah. And I think these are the ones that I was like, okay, these feel like they're landing in that safe place yeah. where – people can listen to them and enjoy them and not because that's the other thing too i think that the, the beatle i don't think you ever listen to their songs unless you're like a musical genius or whatever and you're going oh i know exactly everything they're doing you're just enjoying the song yeah and then retrospectively you go like you did Hold in your, on, in like, your studio what? oh yeah. so he goes from major one to minor one and um in Penny Lane, that's where Norwegian Wood. They have the mm. the one is the major in the verse, and the one is the minor. Yeah. Before, you know, yeah. you're not you just feel it. You feel it, yeah. And then later you go, oh, that's why I felt that. That's why I felt this massive like ooh, something feels. And
2: most people don't ever go, that's yeah. why they just feel it and they yeah. love it and like the, all the fans that you know what I mean. They keep returning to that music. Yeah. Like if you're not a music maker, yeah, you're never even you know, having that point of discovery. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, so I, I think that's really, it's inspiring. It makes yeah. me want to go listen to yeah, that. It's yeah, it's fun, yeah. man. I,
0: th- I think the thing I'm globally the most thankful for is it's just fun to be where am my career still. I mean, I've never, other than my first, like, two records, writing-wise, where I was, like, new on the scene and, like, full of, you know, chutzpah. chutzpah. Um, And felt like I had to prove everything to everybody. This I haven't felt like that, again, till this record. I was just so excited to write these songs and to... And that was a real encouragement, honestly, to an answer prayers, just feeling like, oh, I can still feel like that. You know what I mean? It's like you said, because there's so many days I'm terrified it's the end. But this whole last year, it was so fun, like with a vision and really trying to achieve this idea I had in my head. And I was like, man, I, I just, it was so fun. Yeah. It just felt like, oh, there's still that. Yeah. There's still like the journey is not yeah. over that way. Yeah. You know, you can still find these things that get you like so fired well, up.
2: And not to try to draw like a parallel to like, everybody's life experiences but like when you say that i think about it's like there's i do feel like it's like the lord has a way of like Mm -hmm. waking us up inside Mm -hmm. and like realizing like i mean i just feel like we can get to places where we feel stale in our lives we Mm -hmm. can get to places where we're like having a you know having a hard time finding a reason to get up and get Mm -hmm. going you know you get discouraged in your life but like i do feel like there's there's new dreams that can be dreamed. Yeah. you know what I mean. And in, in each of our lives, I think yeah. about like just going, like having that moment where it it woke you up inside, it woke you up creatively, and you give you like having purpose in life and chasing after something to go. I think those are God given
0: yeah. gifts. You know, you know what's crazy about that. To your point about that, one of the biggest lessons I learned from this spiritually, which is crazy. So, you know, this being again like 14th record, and you know, like. Uh, I'm getting up there. It's like, I can feel there's, you know, I'm kind of like, where are some of the people that used to be here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the real the real tension of that, of kind of like, gosh, is it over? Or, you know, is it starting to be over that slowly everybody's kind of like getting mm. busy and they can't come to shows or they're yeah, just not, bu- I'm not listening to music there. or whatever. And so I really prayed a lot with this record. I was like, Lord, I've never put more of myself into anything. I've never worked as hard at anything. Um, and I was like, I would just love encouragement. It'd just be awesome to feel like It's worth what I'm doing. And it was so interesting because, like, as I kept releasing songs, like, there was, like, no playlisting on Spotify, no plus. And it was so discouraging. And I'm sitting there going, like, oh, Lord, what have I done? Like, I did this thing, and it's like nobody cares. Mm. And I just kept getting more and more discouraged. And this is fascinating to me. whole time just praying, like, you know. But really believing in it, going, like, I really think this is good. I just don't know why it's not working, whatever. Not working in my brain. And I had the most – so the album comes out. The day it comes out, I was out with Lady A, and we were doing um, Philly, Boston, and uh, Connecticut. The day it comes out, we're in Boston. And it was just like the greatest day. It was the greatest day. Like so many friends texted me, and it was just like I just was so full. I just felt – and it wasn't like numbers shot through the roof, none of that. It was just that people – when I made this record, I was like, this is my goal success for this record to me is just that the people that I love and respect musically love and respect this. That's it. That's it. Like, it's not numbers. It's not who, how, who, whatever. So anyway, all that to say, best day. And I get back to the venue and I'm just like, God, I just feel so full. And I was like, (laughs) I said, Lord, I feel like he answered this prayer. And dude, as clear as I can have clarity, I felt like I was like, Oh, Lord. I couldn't take this encouragement on like you want me to, if you hadn't humbled me first. Mm. And it was like, and I felt the Lord say, "Wow, sometimes the things you pray for come with humility first. And you're going, this is not what I prayed for. I prayed for encouragement. And why do I feel so discouraged? Like I'm so dissatisfied. This work is not working. But eventually the encouragement comes and God is like, it couldn't have got there, man you would have been two in your head or you'd have thought you deserved it or you had been like, well, yeah, I worked hard at this. Wow. But instead, it was just like nothing but gratitude. And I was like, isn't it crazy that's how the Lord works? Just like keeping me down, Letting these things be discouraging, so that the route in is so easy and clear, and not more than that, that they really stick. That's awesome. That the encouragement actually really encourages. And, it was, not,
2: the, and it was the right kind of
0: encouragement that wasn't tied to. That's exactly right. Commerce exactly success right. that we exactly we right. tend to like latch onto yeah. in our profession. And I think too, during that season, I was walking our dog, and the second single would come out, and it's like, why is this not like? Come on, like catch. What's it doing? And but at the same time, I knew I. I very clear. I was like, all right, Lord, you were humbling, man. I just knew it. I was like, I know what this yeah. is. It is," And I felt like the Lord asked me on that walk that morning. He was like, if I could stop this and you went and saw you got a bunch of playlists and sales are shooting through the roof, would you want me to stop it? And I was like, no, because the freedom I'm getting from this humility of the things that I entrap myself with is so much more valuable, and I like how it feels so much more than I do the stuff that I think I want. Yeah. You know, it was like really interesting journeys th- with this going.
2: I think that's that's pretty deep stuff because I think everybody's going to wrestle whether you make music or not. You're gonna you're gonna wrestle with mm. things where you, you know, I mean, it, the enemy would love for nothing more than to make. Everyone of God's children feel like a failure mm. on some level oh, right there's a mom who feels like she's not measuring up in, in how she's raising her mm. kids there's a dad who's who's uh you know hasn't gotten the VP job mm. and always feels like he's gonna be stuck in yeah. middle man- you know what I mean you you fill in the blank like there's like on any given day we're gonna have at least one thing where we feel like we're failing at right and then yeah. the defeat that comes from that but I mean the gratitude that comes from mm. you know remembering who the audience is, Like, I mean, cause I've had the same experiences and I've had them recently where I'm just like going, does any, does anybody care Mm -hmm. like what this thing I just poured out? Mm -hmm. Like, and it just, it. sometimes it can just feel like, and then it's like, well, wait a minute. Why am I so obsessed about Mm -hmm. the feedback from Mm -hmm. this source? Like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe I'm placing too much emphasis Mm -hmm. on that. Like really coming back to that, like there was a song once, it was called audience of one or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's always been like ah uh, like bringing me back mm. to that like okay like god is is what am i is what i'm doing what you put me on this earth to do yeah is it pleasing in your sight mm. then let me rest in if the answer is yes mm then let me rest in that and find the fulfillment. And then if you want to send encouragement my way by any means, then like I love that you said it like paves the lane for you to be able to fill, be filled mm. with gratitude when you got a text from a friend yeah. saying awesome record. Yeah. And I hope you, you know, receive, you know, today's conversation is more encouragement mm. that it's you're so just, I mean, you're, so you're such a gifted music maker, storyteller, mm, uh, nice. personality that's just like, never met a stranger Mm. makes everybody who listens to your music feel like they're that you're their friend Mm. right and then you're taking people on creative journeys Mm. song by song i'm excited to hear more of it come and i mean i'm 14 Man, that's just that's just the beginning, day, yeah, Barnes. I mean, I- Let's go, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll be we'll be thirty five someday. And still, yeah. and still Year,
0: t- years from now. <clears throat> years from now. Hey, yeah. I've kept you too long, no, this but is this is has been a Thank blast, you so and much. I'm
2: excited for everybody to go check yeah, out. It's everywhere you questions. listen to music, you can't get the coffee because that's it's just something that's, like VIPs, a- <laughs> like myself. <laughs> I, get the, I get the I get the swag I'll stuff. Be. We all get. So thank you, Dave Barnes, <laughs> for joining great. me yeah, at the Storyhouse. Congrats for yes, on an awesome project. You. Being thank encouraged. You. Great stuff to come Yeah, for. thanks. All right, now it's time for Songs from the Storyhouse. Today's song is dedicated to all of my friends who are coming in from around the country to be part of the Come Home for Christmas weekend in Franklin, Tennessee with me and the West family. Can't wait. This is the theme song for the event. This song is about returning um, to the wonder and the magic of Christmas, but maybe more importantly about a spiritual return, um, that Christmas can be new to us again, new in the sense that we can uh, just maybe be overcome with gratitude for the love that was displayed in the gift of Jesus. And so,
1: anyway, I'll sing a little bit for you today. How long has it been since you felt that feeling of wonder like a child? Wide awake Counting down on Christmas Eve We're in such a hurry For life to begin But do you ever just wish You could go back again? What if I told you The young and the old you Are not quite as far apart As you might think Come home, come Home, come home, come home for Christmas. Let your heart return once again. To the joy and the peace, the love and the hope. It's all right here waiting for you to come home for Christmas. Come home for good.
2: Just a little bit of that song for you. Hope you go check out the whole version of it. Merry Christmas. It's right around the corner. <laughs> All right, he's my dad and he gives good advice, and that's why our last segment of the show is called Dad Vice. Here's a theme song.
1: He is my dad and he gives good advice. And that's why this segment
2: is called Dad Vice. Dad, thanks for joining me. Hey. Send us out with uh you got a dad joke and maybe some encouragement.
3: Yeah, get some uh Good dad jokes. It's awesome time of the year, the fall and everything. Um, This one should make people laugh. Why did the pumpkin lose the boxing match? Do you want to guess?
2: I I already know it because I've heard you tell it. So (laughs) you go ahead.
3: Because he let his... Gourd down. Okay. Gourd guard. You know what I'm saying? That's a good, good All one. Right. Good La- seasonal one. Laugh people because if you don't laugh, you might cry. And a merry heart dooth good like a medicine. Uh, Matthew, we're going to talk uh, about the word masquerade. We're going to use uh, some of your lyrics. Uh, truth be told and uh, what a song. And we've talked about it before and we wanted to bring it back again. Uh, truth be told, the truth is rarely told. I say I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken. Um, Matthew, I don't know if you've ever been to a masquerade party. Uh, you always get dressed up as someone you are not. You get to go incognito the word masquerade means an attempt to deceive people about your true nature or identity incognito means to have one's true identity concealed so just three quick things one why do we hide We're uh, we are afraid of people seeing the real us um, recovery programs uh, use masks and we went to a banquet and it was a, a recovery banquet and they had everyone wear this mask, and the challenge was is to learn to take off the mask and be your real self. Jeremiah seventeen nine: the heart is deceitful above all things. Secondly, hiding is not God's plan for us. God has not planned a continuous masquerade party for our lives where people don't really see the real us. First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to uh, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I typed the word cease instead of cleanse. So I, that's why I stuttered. John eight thirty six. so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And three, there is hope in truth. There is healing in truth. There is no hope or healing without truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life in John 14, 6. Jesus wants us to live in the truth. My dad advice today is to be honest with yourself and God. Admit you need him and his forgiveness and healing. And I want to encourage everyone out there struggling with just what your true identity is. Psalm 32, oh Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you have healed me.
2: That's awesome great reminder and uh, you know thank you for sharing that today dad and it's been so cool to see how the Lord's used that song truth be told I think it's struck a chord because so many of us are are wondering you know can I really come just as I am and uh, God's saying that he loves us just the way that we are just like Max LeCato says God loves you just the way that you are but he refuses to let you stay that way so the freedom to approach his throne of grace with confidence And let the truth be told. Thanks, Dad. All right, that's our show for today. I want to thank my guest, Dave Barnes, for joining me. Be sure to check out his latest record. It's awesome. And go listen to all of his music. Uh, Some of my favorites, of course, are God Gave Me You, uh, the song Little Lies. Uh, A Good Day for Marrying You is a great song as well. Go check out Dave Barnes. And, hey, thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me. If I can be praying for you or if you want to share your story with me, go to my ministry's website today at popwe.org, P-O-P-W-E.org. You can share your story. You can sign up to receive a weekly email devotional. Uh, You can also be part of uh, some giving campaigns that we have going on during the holidays. We sure would love your help as we help to feed uh, the hungry. And as we hope to bless some families in crisis and in need financially at Christmas time. So thanks for joining me. It's your story for his glory. See you next week.